This podcast is meant for mature audiences only and contains strong sexual language. This is the Black and Kinky Lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, baby. Oh, you like this, don't you? You love this dick, don't you? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. What do you mean, maybe? I said, do you, did you hear what I said, though? I said, do you love this dick? Yeah, yeah, um, no. I, I, what do you mean, no? I don't understand. I mean, I like it, but, like, I don't know if I'm in love with it. <sighs> All right. Just, just keep going. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you miss this dick, don't you? What, what, what do you mean, what do you mean not really? Did you hear what I said? I said, do you miss this dick? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm glad we're together now, but like, if we weren't, it'd be okay? Uh, all right, what, whatever, okay, all right, let's, let's just keep going. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Oh, God damn. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the biggest dick you ever had, ain't it? Uh, no. Wait, what? No. What What do you mean no? I don't I don't understand. I said this is the biggest dick. I mean, it's a nice dick. Like like it's not below average, you know, but it's 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 not the biggest. Well, is it is it close to the biggest? At least. Um, all right, all right. Maybe. All right, let's let's just let's just keep going. Damn. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh oh god damn! I know this is the best pussy you've had though. I give it a five out of ten. What? This is the Black Kinky Are you sure we're recording? Okay, now we're recording. Are you yes. positive? I'm positive that we're recording. Absolutely we're, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, so the bell is the bell is asking me all these questions because this, this is, is the, the third time. The third time this we're is recording. The third time we're recording. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> yeah, um, and it is it is my fault. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but but this time I think we got it right. See, see the thing was we got some new audio equipment and. Um, and I just didn't know how to use it. Um, Clearly, I didn't know its capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this is episode twenty-two. Um, thanks for tuning in. This is the Bomber and the Bell, the Black and Kiki Lifestyle, where we talk about all things lifestyle and our melanated perspective. <laughs> um, if you couldn't tell from that interesting intro uh, that we just played. Uh, this episode is really going to be about dirty talk and it's going to be about dirty talk during play. Um, uh, the kinds of things that we say to each other when we're really like engaged and like feeling the moment. Um, and, uh, I think, you know, the bell you had actually, um, been the main, uh, influence for this topic. Um, you want to say a little bit about what, what drove us here? 
Well, I mean, I just had an experience where a guy was dirty talking to me. Um, and his questions were not accurate or his assumptions, his assumptions, there you go. His assumptions were inaccurate. Yeah. And so that can be awkward. Yes. It can be very awkward. Yeah. So, um, so today we're going to be talking a lot about that. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, we, we, we're also bringing back the hit list. I know in the last few episodes we haven't done the hit list, but we had recently got some feedback from folks who <laughs> really wanted us to bring it back. So yes. we're bringing it back. Uh, so we do have a hit list. We're going to be um, we're going to be focusing on the Spider-Man universe, and I know that sounds a little strange, um, but we've uh, recently saw the um, uh, the Spider-Man uh, uh, Spider Verse. I guess into the into the Spider Verse. There we go, um, and it was a great film, and so I wanted to focus the the hit list on that. So we'll we'll get to that in a bit, and then we'll get to the topic of the day. But first, I just I just want to talk a little bit about what's just been like buzzing, um, buzzing in uh, in the media. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are a couple of things. So one is this film Bird Box. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Um, I'm loving all the memes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hilarious. For those of you who haven't watched Bird Box, check it out. Um, it's basically uh, a film about uh, like somewhat of a post-apocalyptic event where there are these monsters that kill you if you look at them. So, right. uh, well, well, they don't. They don't kill you. They make you kill yourself. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. Yeah, so it's sort of like that other movie that came out called The Quiet Place, mm-hmm. except this time it's with uh, with uh, uh, sight instead of uh, sound. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so it stars Sandra Bullock, and it was actually a pretty good film. Um, a lot of people didn't like the ending. What was wrong with the ending? I mean, I don't want to spoil it for the okay, folks whatever. who haven't seen it, but you know, uh, fo- folks were feeling like the ending was sort of blah. I heard. Uh or I read an article where they were talking about it was just a mediocre film that was overhyped. Yeah. I um I would say that it was overhyped. Like I'm still wondering why people are making such a big deal out of it. Like I wouldn't even uh, yeah, be talking about it. Yeah, I don't know why it, right it like now. picked up all the memes. I definitely don't know why that happened. Right. And there was like nothing for a quiet place and it's literally the same movie. Yeah, but you know, I can I can think of a few lifestyle jokes uh, associated with the with the, <laughs> with the bird box because because basically, you know, once you walk out your door, like you can't like you can't open your eyes, like you know, mm-hmm. you have to sort of stay blindfolded, and I'm like, you know, so we so one of the other things we're going to talk about today is uh, is the. New Year's Eve party, the Synergy New Year's Eve party. Shout out to Synergy for throwing an excellent New Year's Eve party. Um, but, you know, we met some sexy-ass couples at that party. Um, and, you know, these bird box, bird box the, uh, memes just made me think that, you know, some of these couples were so sexy that, you know, if they had been in that movie and they decided to take a walk outside, like, it'd be over. <laughs> like li- lifestylers would not survive in bird box we are very visual <laughs> yes um so anyway 
Um, so that was one thing that was in the news. The other thing that's just been buzzing in the news is this R. Kelly documentary on mm-hmm. Lifetime, uh, Surviving R. Kelly. Oh, my goodness. Like... I mean, I think most of us who grew up knew that R. Kelly was was very strange in this regard. But yeah. man, when you hear the stories from these victims, oh, it is it is some heartbreaking stuff. It really is. I was I was young when all this was going on. Like like I was in I think I, yeah I was a freshman in high school when Aaliyah died. So like oh damn yeah. So when all the you know, him marrying Aaliyah and all of that was going on. Like, I was real young, so I didn't really even know about all of that. Yeah, no, I mean, I was I was young when the whole Aaliyah marriage thing happened. Um, but I remember sort of hearing about it like it was just this thing that happened a while ago, mm-hmm. and it was weird. But it's like was she underage or not like i didn't know how right. old Aaliyah was like i just said it wasn't one of those things um that uh that i i really i really focused a ton on um but to hear it actually articulated in this documentary really did just sort of bring it to light i mean you know it just reminds reminds me of the fact that uh you know life can only be understood backwards and has to be lived forwards yeah uh and you don't really understand all this stuff until you sort of until we've lived it already and now right. we've lived it and now we're seeing it and we're like oh shit like well and <laughs> we're now adults looking at it from an adult perspective right right yeah exactly so yeah for those of you who haven't watched surviving r kelly really watch this i know a, a lot of our listeners you have children you got daughters um you know watch this thing because uh you know i i mean i don't have a daughter but but if i did this would certainly This would certainly concern me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, you know, one of the things I wanted to say, you know, when it comes to this kind of thing is that, um, you know, predators like R. Kelly certainly do uh, deserve to um, be punished for for what he did. Uh, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, now, I know there's a lot of victim blaming going on here, people blaming the families, people blaming, you know, some of these some of these teens, which which I think is kind of out, outrageous. Right. Um, but but at the same time, um, predators like R. Kelly aren't going anywhere like, you know, we can put R. Kelly in jail, but there there, there are a bunch of other R. Kelly's out there. There are there are, there are predators out there. Um, a rapist doesn't become a rapist until they rape somebody and a child mm-hmm. molester isn't a child molester until they molest a child. And so I think that there is a, um, there is some attention that needs to be paid to um, remaining vigilant um, um, and teaching our children how to recognize uh these predators and um also being vigilant as parents um you know whatever you need to do to monitor uh social media or monitor what folks are doing on their phones you know um up to a certain age Mm -hmm. um yeah because predators aren't going anywhere i mean i'm not blaming the victim here but they're out there you know i mean i know and again we're not parents so there's that um but i know growing up my mom was my parents were always like like you don't have no business like it's not like (laughs) you don't have any private business that you're keeping to yourself so Mm. you know they were always up in my business and like i still got into shit but you know it was just knowing that 
you know, they would find out or, you know, I couldn't really have any secrets or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Another article that I read um, recently that that was really interesting was talking about a woman who her mother always told her that um, no matter what, you have the right to leave. Mm-hmm. And remembering that you have that agency for whatever situation it is and that you don't have to <clears throat> stay in situations um, that you're uncomfortable in just to maintain the comfort of others. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that, you know, it's a very simple message, mm-hmm. um, but was a very powerful one that, you know, mm-hmm. no matter what, you have the right to leave. Now, whether you have the ability to leave is another That's a question. totally different issue, yep. But just knowing that you have that right, like you are not obligated to anybody to you know maintain <clears throat> their feelings or their comfort when yours are being disregarded or disrespected mm-hmm. or even if you just feel uncomfortable yeah um which which certainly does happen in a lifestyle oh absolutely <laughs> like it, yeah mm-hmm. i mean there there have been times where you know we've just we've stopped play or you know stop before play happening happens because you know either of us just is uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that's okay mm-hmm. like you know of course you don't you know want to ruin things or what have you but um you know it's just knowing that that's okay right um i think is key yeah and honestly doing something that makes you uncomfortable um is a bad play experience for everybody oh yeah in my, that's not in sexy. my opinion um so all right, so I just I just wanted to make sure we address those because the especially that last one because that 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 is very much uh, you know th- th- this is this speaks on our culture um, as black people um, because there there is a racial overtone here um, when it comes to uh, uh, empathizing with uh, black female victims um, of sexual crimes. Um, so like hashtag I said, hashtag believe black women. Uh, Yes, believe black women hashtag. Um, 99% of the time, though. What? All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, um, I've heard some horror stories is all I'm going to say uh-huh. about that. Um, so anyway, uh, let's, uh, so we're going to move on from that. Uh, and this is a strange transition, but we're going to talk about the hit list now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so the hit list. So in this episode, we're uh, going to be talking about the Spider-Man universe. So we know there have been a bunch of Spider-Man movies, but this um, but this Into the Spider-Verse yes. um, was awesome. So for those of you who haven't seen it, you need to see this thing. I believe it won an Oscar. Um, a Golden Globe. Oh, a Golden Globe. I can't keep up with these damn award shows. Um, so... This film um, actually takes place in an alternate, you know, Spider-Man universe. It's not really following the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, And the main character is like, uh, the main character who is Spider-Man in this film uh, is not a Peter Parker, um, but a Miles Morales, who is half black, half Latino. Um, Well, theoretically, it is in the same Marvel Universe. It's just in the future. Um, I think it's a different. I think it's an alternate universe. I mean, because it's still Peter Parker. Like, so there in, still is a Peter Parker in right. the film. Right. Yes. So in in the last what was it? Um, 
um, Avengers. Yeah, and the last Avenger movie. That's Peter Parker, right? No, that is Peter Parker. But okay. this is this is an alternate universe. Okay, so this version of Spider-Man is in the alternate universe. So there's something. I'm not going to spoil it for folks, but there's something that happens to Peter Parker in this film that doesn't necessarily follow from what i understand the um the original spider-man comic like it but anyway this was a great film um it it takes place in new york and it 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 sort of it sort of has this black sort of cultural um urban feel to it which a lot of spider-man movies clearly have not had so i uh, i recommend folks check it out but uh so that so we just saw that film not too long ago so we decided to have our hit list on the spider-man universe so out of all the spider-man films um including the new one who would you bang why don't you go first bill i would bang mahashra ali (laughs) i always fuck up his name um and who was the other person uh it was it was robert downey jr which well iron man yeah iron why i i just i have trouble imagining you with him that's all Mm. I mean, it's, it, I know it's Iron Man, but it I mean, would, would you would you fuck him with the suit or without the suit? Uh, without the suit, theoretically. Theoretically, what if what if he just like took the bottom part off? <laughs> and he just had no, because then that's like I don't want to touch cold metal. Okay, would you rather he have the helmet on or have the helmet off? Off, because I I like to kiss. Okay, all right. I don't want to kiss a helmet. <laughs> All right, and and you would not have a problem with the glowing beam of light coming from his chest. No, okay. it's like a nightlight. All right, <laughs> and I would also like um, we talked about the guy. Oh, that voices Miles Morales. Yeah, so the guy who does Miles Morales's voice, uh, I can't. Who was also in Dope? Yeah, and um, was. And something else. He was in the um, Get Down. In the Get Down, yes. Um, he played Shona. Right. Which, side note, Last Dragon is on Netflix, so you yeah. know, watch it. Yeah, you know, I would all. You know what I would love? Like, what would be my dream? What to have a, a Last Dragon themed lifestyle party? Yes. That would be so cool. <laughs> uh, I think his name is Shamik Moore. I would actually rather have Mahershala. So, for those of you who who are not familiar with Mahershala Ali, he was also in um, what's the what's the the Moon movie? Moonlight. Moonlight. Yes, he was the uh, main father figure in Moonlight, mm-hmm. uh, which was another great film. Um, he yeah. also starred recently in Green Book. Green Book which was trash apparently it was a good movie but you don't you don't like it for a very specific reason yes why because they did not honor the wishes of the title character and actually get permission from him or his family to do a movie about him and once again it's a white man telling the story of a black man okay because i think it won a few awards few glo- golden globes or at least it was nominated yeah because white people love them kind of movies <laughs> yeah 
It's very heartwarming films. Make you, make, makes you feel okay about racism. Let's look at this, you know, poor black man in the 60s and how this white man saved him and, you know, protected him from all the bad people and did all these great things. But we're going to focus on the white man's story and not the black man's story. And Dr. Shirley has an amazing story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that should be told. Mm-hmm with proper perspective that's all i'm saying we should be telling our own stories well back to the hit list (laughs) (laughs) um uh so i guess from the same film from the last spider-man um spider-verse film um i would say luna velez is on my hit list now she plays the voice of uh miles morales's mom uh and she, for those of you who aren't familiar with her, she was um, in the New York Undercover show that used to come on back in the day, and she was bad in that in that in that show. I mean, oh, she was delicious. Um, delicious. Yes, absolutely. Um, she was also in a show uh, on Showtime called Dexter, uh, which was a good show, great show. I recommend you check it out, except for the last two seasons. Um, and she was also on Oz, uh, which was also a great show, HBO classic, except for the last two seasons. Um, she has the sexiest goddamn voice. I think she's Puerto Rican mm-hmm. and um, she's more of a of a MILF now. And she's a sexy MILF and uh, her voice. Oh, so, so good. Well, you like MILFs. So. I do like MILFs and... And I like her, like, she has this, like, Puerto Rican accent. And the way they actually designed her character in the, in the movie, like, they made sure that she had a fat ass. For some <laughs> oh, they how just they, made like, sure, her? Yeah, they yeah. just made sure not to leave that part out. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't even have, I don't have any more hit list folks on my list. But, um, but yeah, please send us your No hit- Mary Jane? No, no one. There were no Mary Janes that I found sexy in Spider-Man history. (laughs) Spider-Man history. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really a big. um, I'm not really a big fan of gingers. Really? Um, No, not really. I mean, it's not like if I see a ginger, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, fuck that. She got fucking red hair. I'm done. Um, it's just not like I don't go crazy over redheads. Mm, It's just it's it's just red hair and fucking some freckles. I I don't really care. It's fine. She's hot. She's hot. We got to get them before they go extinct. Are they real? Are they an endangered species? They are. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. All you gingers out there need to keep fucking (laughs) (laughs) making babies. Yes. Um, All right. So that's the hit list. Uh, Email us your hit list from the Spider-Man universe. Anybody from the Spider-Man films, even the cartoons for you freaks out there that like to fuck animated characters. (laughs) Um, uh, That is a thing. It it is. Uh, well, I mean, so well, is octopus porn, which I still don't understand. Yeah. Oh man, you know, I w- I would love to do like an anime themed like cosplay <laughs> lifestyle party. I'm just I, I got you a bunch just of got all these ideas, head. right? Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we can make our own little live action hentai. Yes. Uh, all right. So that's the hit list. Send us your hit list. Hit list, bitches. Anybody you want to bang from the Spider-Man universe, email them to blackandkinkylifestyle at gmail.com. You could also tweet us. Uh, we are on Twitter. And um, yeah, we and do. Instagram. We're back. And yeah, I'm they trying shut, to they be shut our page down. more active. So follow us, please. Black and Kinky on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. 
but not Facebook because they just keep shutting us down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, let's uh, move on to the topic uh, for today. So we're going to talk about dirty talk. And after writing and reviewing this episode for the third time, um, <laughs> I'm going to just do it a little differently. We're just going to talk about generally what we think is good dirty talk and what we think is just dirty talk that just doesn't work for us. It might work for some people, um, but it doesn't really work for us. Um, and so we're just going to be talking about a few tips and this is really designed to get some of our listeners talking about what they like about Dirty Talk and what works for them. Uh, mm-hmm. I think sometimes this can be difficult to really talk about. Like just, you know, it's not, it's, it's a little bit more than being just vulgar um, and just nasty. Um, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's really about, again, um, you know, thinking about how the brain is our main sexual organ. It's our biggest sexual organ. It's our most important sexual organ. Um, and the right amount of dirty talk can really excite, um, excite our minds, can really excite our brains and make the sexual experience, um, really, um, uh, really great for us, much better for us. Um, so we're going to talk about what we like um, and what tends to work. Uh, and, you know, we'd be interested in hearing from all of you guys about what works for you. So um, we're going to be talking about dirty talk as it relates to um, play. So during play. Now, there's a bunch of dirty talk that can happen before play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just as important. Some might argue even that it's more important. Um, but we're really going to talk about things that come out of your mouth <laughs> <laughs> during during sex, because sometimes I, I, I don't think we're thinking as, as, as much about about what we're saying in those moments. So. So there were a couple of things um I wanted to focus on. So I wanted to talk about like complimenting during dirty talk. So I think that what works for me is like complimenting, Mm -hmm. complimenting me um, based on like, if you, if you like the way like I feel when I'm inside you. Right. Right. I like hearing statements about that. Like, oh, this dick feels so good. Yeah, that's good. Okay, that was that was nice, Bill. That was <laughs> that was really pleasant. I really appreciated that. <laughs> um, let's let's do that again. So, um, so, like, if you talk about like how hard you like how hard how hard my dick is, and like you like that, you enjoy and are appreciating the hardness of my dick. <laughs> So I didn't appreciate the hardness. Yes. Mm-hmm. So any statements around that, I really like. Um, you know, talking about my performance as well, like, you know, um, complimenting how much you like the stroke game. Um, right. Um, just tell me that that feels really good. Um or tell me that, you know, if I'm licking your nipples, like you like the way that feels. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's really all about um, the other person expressing how I'm making them feel. Right. Um, 
So I tend to like that. Which is very in the moment. Yes, definitely. Very much in the moment. So, um, like, but there can be other compliments that have little to do with genitalia. So if you like the way someone is looking, like you, um, you like the way they smell, Mm -hmm. um, yo, just say that, like, you smell really good, like, you taste good, like, you're sweet, like, whatever. Um, what are some of the compliments that you tend to, you tend to like? Um, so compliments, I think this is a lot about the same, like, oh, this pussy feels so good, it's so wet, it's so tight, you know, those are kind of things. I love how your titties bounce. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like how your ass shakes. Mm-hmm. I'm pounding it. Okay. Why don't you just keep going with your examples? <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> like, I don't like the vulgar, dirty talk. Or, or well, well, not like super dirty. Okay. So, um. Or super vulgar. All right. So. Like, so I want to slap this dick across your face. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> like no <laughs> smack him with the dick smack him with the dick <laughs> um that's 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 not gonna that's a no for me mm-hmm. um but you know sweet nothings are always appreciated right so so i can be like oh, girl your titties are perfect yes. oh my god these nipples are so so perky i just i can look on these nipples all day mm-hmm. yeah all right <laughs> mm-hmm Damn, your thighs are just so thick. Mom. Oh yeah, the thighs. Oh, That's a good one too. Yes. <laughs> it's like your skin is so damn smooth. Mm-hmm. Shit. Um. All right. So. And you're good about smelling people. Yeah, I don't. I don't know like what you, it is. You smell the person in the Apple Store. I was like, what is he doing? <sighs> I'm like, what are you? What's that smell? What are you wearing? So it's not, well, it's not <laughs> sexual for me. So, well, sometimes it's sexual, but like if I, if I smell, if I smell somebody and they smell good, like if they walk by me and it smells good, like if it's a woman, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like, damn, you smell good. If it's a guy, I'm going to be like, yo, what are you wearing? Mm-hmm. It's all the same kind of compliment. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, but if we're together, <clears throat> you're like, is that you? And I'm like, you know it's not me. You've been walking with me for 20 minutes, and you just now smelling this. You know it's not me. <laughs> so why are you asking me, is that you? No, like what? I just randomly expelled some perfume. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that would be a biological, um, biologically amazing thing to do if you could. <laughs> um, uh, so... So, all right. So we talk about compliments because the one thing that I really, I mean, we both dislike this is when people like compliment themselves mm-hmm. when, when they're having sex with us. Right. So if you're constantly like, oh, you like this pussy, don't you? You know, mm-hmm. you like the way I'm riding this dick, don't you? I'm riding that dick right. Um, the thing is, like, you might not be. <laughs> right? Don't make assumptions, basically. Yeah, don't, don't, like, like, I don't, I don't like when people try to flatter themselves when they're, when they're doing mm-hmm. their thing. Like, you have no idea what I'm feeling right now. You don't know what I like. Like, maybe I'm faking this moan. You don't know. You really don't. You know. What's, uh, what's some of the more annoying things you've heard in Dirty Talk? Um, 
a common one is like, don't you miss this? Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> How am I going to miss it? Like, you know, yeah. it'd be different if you were saying that to me and like we had been not together for a while or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, but like random peen. No. Right. I don't miss it. Now, if a girl did tell me she missed my dick and it's happened before, like it is in a it is, it is a very simple comment. Mm hmm. But it works very well for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it just it just really blows your your head up, and it makes you want to please the partner a little bit more. Right. And so then I would be like, if I knew that was like one of your things that got you off, like if you told me that, like you know, when you you really appreciate you know having my dick again, like that really turns me on. I'd be like, okay, I can incorporate that. But like just randomly in the middle of a play session, no, no. Mm-mm. yeah so you know interestingly enough i remember when we were on the bliss cruise there was this um woman in the i didn't tell you this but there was a woman in the um in the hot tub mm-hmm. um that we had we had been playing a little bit and she asked me first of all i think her husband was like hey you know you want to play with my wife and then i started talking to his wife and it wasn't going to work because you weren't <laughs> going to be a part of that oh, no. um and she was I'm like glad you know that yeah um and she she was asking me if i dirty talked and you know i was like well yeah sure and she was like can you can you talk to me a little bit and so i was i was talking to her and you know i sort of Dirty talked a little bit, and I was like, "How's that?" She was like, "Oh, that that was really that was really nice, oh. but I didn't know where else to take it because yeah. uh, we weren't going anywhere." Right. Um, so it was just awkward, and I <laughs> walked somewhere else. <laughs> so random. Yeah. So again, compliment. Like d- when it comes to dirty talk, I think it's really safe, and I think it works really well to compliment express your partner. Yeah, ex- express how they're making you feel because. It's certain. Number one, it's certain, right? You're, you're, you're. As long as you're being honest about it, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're making an a, 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 a accurate assumption. Um, it's telling your partner that they're doing a good job, so they feel good. Right. It's in, it's improving their ex, you know experience, and um, they may want to please you even more because of that comment you made. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. So that's. Uh, I think that's all I have to say about compliments. Um, and like the bell said, you don't have to be dirty if you don't want to. Right. And now we're going to talk about commands. Yes. So commands. So you like commands. I do like commands. What kind of commands? Well, you said. Well, never mind. Um, so I like, you know, you tell me what, how you want me, how you want me positioned. Mm-hmm. Or if you tell me, like, you want me to do something specific, again, like, that turns you on. So Mm -hmm. if you want me to scratch you or, like, bite you or grab you real hard or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So does it, so let me ask you this. Does it matter how I ask you, though, or how I tell you? So, because I could be like, um, can you, uh, can you bend over? and open no. your legs and 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 put your no like if it's a command <laughs> you have to command me like you can't be timid about it so i gotta be like all right now get on your knees bend over put your ass up in the air and put your head down mm-hmm. 
and wait for me. I don't know about that waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to get on your knees and put my dick in your mouth. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that, that that would work that, for that you. That would work. Well, so tell me. So um, I, I know one of, one of our listeners will know who you're who we're talking about. The one that the one that told you to scratch him. Do you remember how he told you how he said that? Like what what was going on in the moment when when he asked you to do that? Um, that was before we played together. Like that was before kind of we started playing. Really, like I think we had made out. Oh, yeah. okay. And okay. then he was like, I really like, mm-hmm. you know, well, actually, no, when, when we came in the room with him, he was like, oh, you have nails. And he w- turned to his wife and he's like, babe, she has nails. And I was like, yeah, I got nails. Shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, he was like, I really like it, like to be scratched, like really deep, like leaving marks, scratches. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's fine. That's something I could do. And uh, as long as I don't break a nail. Um, (laughs) And so, you know, as we were playing, um, you know, he I started to scratch him and he was like, you know, he would instruct me of how intense it should be. You know, he needed it more intense. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's good. You know, so it's like, you know. And that was fine. Like he he wasn't that was less of a command and more of a. Uh, of a request. Of, of, a, of a request like right. you know telling he telling me what he needed during play mm-hmm. which is fine like i'm definitely open to that if as long as it's not you know mm-hmm. crazy you don't need me to stick my thumb up your ass or something like that right yeah that's what i was gonna that's what i was gonna say like i think those kinds of commands um one i think commands can be risky in general mm-hmm. um and two if you're gonna use them um you have to be they have to be simple yeah um, I mean, it's fine if you want a thumb up your ass. It's just not going to be mine. Right. Um, so, so simple commands for me are like, you know, pull my hair, choke me. Yeah. You know, because there was, uh, I think this is the same couple, um, but with her, she she wanted to get choked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, <sighs> You know, there's a science to choking, <laughs> choking a bitch. I mean, right. um, because like your hand, like this. So we could probably have a whole episode on choking, um, mm-hmm. because your hand has to be in the right place. Your thumb has to be in the right place. And so there was a single guy there that night when we were playing, uh-huh. and he had to coach me through this shit because you know he had played with her a bunch of times and he knew exactly how she liked to get choked, mm-hmm. and he had he had to literally intervene and like move my thumb in the right location <laughs> i was like you know that would be a really hard command like i want you to choke me but your your thumb has to be right here and you only have to use three fingers three right. of those other fingers that pinky though that pinky needs to just stay on the side <laughs> while you're choking me you know so well, and so when things like that that's why i said like commands can also be gestures right they don't always have to be verbal commands so like i'll position you know, a hand somewhere. So if I want you to choke me, like I'll, you know, move your hand towards my throat. And if mm-hmm. it's not in the right place, I'm moving that shit as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's right. Or mm-hmm. if you're like rubbing my clit and, you know, 
you're either too aggressive or in the wrong spot, I'm going to move your hand. <laughs> um, you know, so it's, or if I need that, if I need mm-hmm. that extra stimulation, mm-hmm. I will, you know, put your hand there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I see that as a command, but it's a nonverbal command. Right, right. A lot, a lot, lot more simpler because, you know, mm-hmm. Jake is telling me a little, a little to the right. <laughs> no, like two two inches. And see, to that's left. too much. That's, you know, <laughs> if you have to have the, if you have to like have like a very precise positioning and situation, that's mm-hmm. just doing too much for me. I'll be like, okay, well, I'm just not the one that you need to be playing with then. Right. Yeah. So, so some other simple comment, uh, uh, you know, commands for me are. Fuck me harder, grind it, smack my ass. <laughs> I can follow those instructions of very course, well. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I ever got like a really weird um command. Well, I guess, you know, there was one there was one girl who, who told me, you know, she used to call me daddy. Oh God, that sounds so weird after watching this R. Kelly thing. <laughs> um so she she but I didn't request that. She called me daddy and mm-hmm. uh she wanted me to, to tell her that she was being a good little girl um, while we were messing around, Mm -hmm. which, you know, in my head, I was like, okay, there's some daddy issues here, but, um, but you know, we like what we like. So whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people have like this incest, some, this, this isn't like unusual. People have incest fantasies. Like they wouldn't do them. Right. But they just Um, have fantasies. But the fan, because it's just so forbidden. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that makes it sexy sometimes. So, um, so weird is fine, um, or can be fine. Um, sex is weird. Yeah, sex is very weird. All right. Uh, so w- one of the last things um, I wanted to say about commands. So how do you feel when somebody is like they they want you to come? Like when they say that, like I want I want I want you to come. I don't like it. Yeah. It's too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> It's too much pressure. And then it has me thinking about coming, which makes it harder for me to come. Come can't be on your mind. No. Okay, so this this explains a lot. <laughs> uh, because because I really like it when a woman is is saying she's about to come. Mm-hmm. Um and despite I've despite the fact that I've made many women come. <laughs> like they don't say it yeah they don't say it. they're so they're it's like they have to concentrate yes you, yes <laughs> we have to concentrate yes yeah because a nigga don't have to have to concentrate no <laughs> like your 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 sexual organs are fairly straightforward ours are not like there's a whole bunch of things going on there's a whole bunch of different stimulation points and what the brain is the biggest sex organ right so like i have to be fully in the moment of what ha- what's happening all the sensations i'm feeling and what i don't want to be thinking about is okay now i gotta come now this nigga's expecting me to come so okay let me figure out how you know i can get everything all the stars aligned to come when he wants me to come yeah yeah no i i hear you i, I actually think men should stay away from this kind of language um at all costs like don't just stay away from it. <laughs> um, now, 
I don't like it when, I mean, I don't like it when women um, tell me they want me to come, but for a different reason, because if a woman is telling me she wants me to come. She wants it at the end. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit, I thought we were having a good time. Damn. <laughs> you ready to, like, close the curtains? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and so I'll just fuck around and fake it. Like, that. I'll take that <laughs> as a sign that you want this to be over. I'm like, well, damn that. I could shut this down. I, Shit, I'll, I'll, I'll bust a nut in my wife. I got no problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so i don't i don't like it and you know people and like you said it's it's pressure like i might not be there right now right um and we've been to a few orgies where folks like like really try hard not to come so that they could just smash each person in the room Mm -hmm. i mean coming just ends the fucking party for us man y'all could come all night long but (laughs) shit man like you know i'm i'm I'm, i mean i get tired of sex too Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean you know Beyond a good fifteen minutes. Well, <laughs> I didn't say all that, but like after after, I think my like max, and this is not a lot at all, is maybe five partners in a, a night. In a night, maybe six. After that, I'm like, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't even say. No, I've 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 done five in a night, six maybe seven. No, I've done eight. I remember yeah, counting done, in my head. Yeah, you've done more than me. I know that. Yeah, sometimes I'm just in that kind of mood, and mm-hmm. then sometimes I'll just do one or two. You know. Yeah, yeah. It just depends. But after my legs tired, my hips hurt, like mm-hmm. my pussy sore, it's just it's over. Yeah. Yeah, Red Bull helps, um, but just. Uh, back to this come thing i think it's it's helpful like if if it's specific like if you want me to come tell me why like you know tell you why yeah tell me why (laughs) you want me to come like you you like because it's because come is going to end the party so right there has to be a payoff so tell me what it is that you want so if you say oh like you want me to come i want you to come so i can swallow it yeah like Mm -hmm. get specific like you want me to bust nuts on your chest like you want to feel me throbbing inside you after i bust a nut like that's a turn on now i know like oh you're looking for some shit i can't give you unless i come right right, right. um so i get it you Mm -hmm. know um and that can be that could be a turn on Mm -hmm. um yeah because there's one there's one play partner we've had a few times and she just loves swallowing that shit i mean she just gets off on it and i think that's just fine with me <laughs> um all right so just a few things that i think is wise to avoid i think this is somewhat universal so staying away from scientific terms like penis vagina and anus anus isn't sexy i want to fuck you in your anus <laughs> jeez <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just want to lick your vagina all Mm. night long um no matter what penis you're describing if you use the word penis it just sounds small (laughs) it does oh the little penis right um conolingus fellatio and uh intercourse i'd love to have intercourse with you tonight bell Oh. Would you like to have intercourse with me? No, I'd like you to fuck me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can definitely fuck you. Fuck that intercourse shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, other things to stay away from. Open-ended questions can also be risky. Um, this is a question I always used to hate. 
um, chicks used to always ask me, what do you want to do with me? Now, I like that question, but continue. Okay. So, well, you you like to ask that question? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you, you got to be careful asking questions like that because I could be like, well, what I'd really like to do with you is wrap you up in some barbed wire and piss all over your body. <laughs> That's what I'd like to do to you. So you with it? No. No. <laughs> I'm just saying, no. Fuck no. <laughs> exactly, man. You got to be. That's why I don't like that question. I'm like, mm-hmm. like I don't know if you want to hear what I want to do to you. Like, I want to fucking abuse your ass right now. Like, I want to <laughs> smack your ass around. I want to pick you up, throw you across the room. Well, I kinda, well not like, I mean, yeah, like, I like that, but like. Not actually. Like, I don't actually, like, throw me across the room. But, like, you can pick me up, throw me on the bed. Okay. So, so yeah. So, this is the thing. You have preferences on what you want to do. So, don't be asking me no open-ended questions like that. But I know that you don't want to do that. Do what? Wrap me up in barbed wire and piss on me. Well, you know I don't want to do that, <laughs> but I'm just saying. You know, you're talking to a play partner. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You know. You don't. You don't know what that. W- what his I know, soundtrack is. If I didn't see the nigga come in the party with barbed wire, then <laughs> <laughs> there's no barbed wire. Then it's safe. It's safe. <laughs> because because he could say, "I just want to lick your toes on. I just want to lick your toes all night. I want to. Oh, I want to lick the, the toe jam off your toes." Mm. Uh, yeah. So now what? Yeah, I know this. No, more likely, you know, this, this is what happens. Like, I just want to eat your pussy. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I gotta bring the mic away from my mouth. <laughs> so, it's like, I just want to eat your pussy all night. No, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Next. Thank you. Next. <laughs> It's like yeah, sorry. The bell, the bell does not like that, sir. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll have to sit down and have a little consultation on the services that Bell will appreciate <laughs> and pay for. Um, it's not that I don't like it. It's no, you just, don't want to be eating out all night. No, I don't. Nope. Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if a if a chick told me, um, "Look, I just want to, I want to, I want to, I want to literally suck your balls dry to the oh. point where you can never come again." Um, that would be like holy shit. Wait, but you don't need like nobody touching your balls. No, no, no. See, suck my balls oh. dry. Oh, like suck all the cum out. Exactly. Ah. Yeah, now you're getting it. That uh, seems tiring. <laughs> it 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 does. It does. Um, but if she's good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm, bringing back memories from that damn uh cabin. No, not the cabin. The uh, the swinger cruise uh, bliss. Oh, who was sucking was, your balls dry? Well, there was no because when we, when we went in that playroom and had that little orgy, oh, I yeah, told yeah. you I was tired. And yeah. At some point, there there was one woman at that. <laughs> there was one woman <laughs> in there that was having a ball with my <laughs> dick. Like she was enjoying herself. <laughs> like I was like pushing her head down. Like it was like a little challenge and shit. It was mm. it was awesome. Um. So anyway. Um. I think I, uh, oh, before we end there, look, for those of you who are listening, we would love to hear your dirty talk preferences, okay? Um, please feel free to email us at the black and 
black and kiki lifestyle at gmail.com um what are some of the sexiest things people have told you um during sex that yeah. really turned you on it might have been something surprising that you didn't even know would turn you on but they said it and it was like holy shit this is i'm i'm here right now or maybe what's something that you want to hear that you haven't that you wish your partner or a partner would say during sex yeah so yeah we'll be looking forward to hearing about that um and now um i think it's time for sticky pages sticky pages all right sticky pages so um so in this sticky pages, uh, we are going to be talking about our experience at the Synergy New Year's Eve party, which took place in Northern Virginia this uh, this year. I guess I guess they do it there every year. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and it was a great party, um, and definitely worthy of our um, our sticky pages. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be talking about just the basic setting and space, the people, the crowd, and then the sexy sexy experience we had i'm gonna try to give you a little bit more detail this time because we've been talking about dirty talk so right. we gonna get dirty <laughs> <laughs> all right <clears throat> okay so um bell you want to just describe uh what uh just the whole meet and greet and then the party yeah the so like. this is kind of like a three-parter um so the night new year's eve eve was a meet and greet in a hotel ballroom and um, it was a very sexy crowd um, all vanilla party like the everything was vanilla except for the New Year's Eve after party mm-hmm. um, but still very sexy people at both the meet and greet and the New Year's Eve party um, so really at the at Christmas the meet and greet um, it was just more mingling meeting couples we met a number of couples I Ironically enough, a lot of the couples we met at the meet and greet didn't end up coming to the party. But Ooh. that just tells you how sexy and nice of an event the meet and greet was. Yeah. Um, that people would come and not even come to the party itself. Um, they still found it worthwhile. Um, so met some great couples there. And then um, at the party party on Christmas Eve, um, it was in the larger ballroom space, and it was James Bond themed, so it was really nice, um, nice decor. They had an Aston Martin there, and then during the evening, throughout the evening, they had all these different um, performances. So like Cirque du Soleil acrobatic type performances. So they had um, the silks, the the aerial silks performances they had some dancers and all the performances were set to james bond theme music um so those were really nice uh the food they had heavy hors d'oeuvres um, that was really good tasty um a bar they had open bar um the drinks were good they had different james bond themed drinks that was really tasty um, and then they had a good DJ. The DJ was decent. DJ was decent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we danced a little bit. We did not dance as much as we usually do, or no. at least you did. No, I, I didn't. I, I, I was wearing a, a fly ass tux. Yes. And you had a fly ass dress on with some fly ass shoes. I had some fly ass shoes as well. And anytime you got some fly ass shit on, <laughs> like dancing Basically, is a risk. We were too cute. Yeah. You were too cute to For dance. the first time in my life. <laughs> 
I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did a little wobble, but that was it. Always got to wobble. You got to do the wobble. So, yeah. So, the party was really nice. And then we went to the after party. Right. So, before before we actually get to the after party, because the after party was... We're, yeah, we're going to get into that. Um, so, we, so, this was the first time we... Rent, we got we got identified by some fans of the show. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> before the party, I had decided that I was going to um, I was gonna send a message via SLS to all the black couples that were attending the party. And no, I'm not being racist. It's just that <laughs> you know. Um, you know, when it comes to black people and the lifestyle, sometimes sometimes we can feel isolated, especially for new couples when we go to these um, events that are um, predominantly white. Um, and, you know, folks might not feel as comfortable. So I was, you know, just sending messages like, yo, listen, um, looks like there aren't going to be a super ton of us at this party. But, yo, we're going to be there and we're going to come up to you and we're going to say hello. So be prepared. You know, that was basically my message. Right now. Um, I saw a few of the couples that I did send a message to and one thing I'll say about Synergy again shout out to Synergy they had a very diverse crowd I mean it was still predominantly white but they had so many black couples there that we couldn't even get to all of them we did not meet all the black couples yeah and there were some sexy ass black couples let me just say Synergy is definitely screening folks out I I think they're screening people out because (laughs) I've rarely gone to a party um, where damn near every couple every couple just looked on point mm-hmm. on point like almost every couple was fuckable mm-hmm. uh and but it still managed to be diverse in terms of both age and race yeah. so shout out to them for putting together such a good crowd but one of the um one of the couples we met um um and i'll, I'll just say their names because they said it was okay chloe chloe and mr jackson yeah. um were were at this thing and i was uh getting you some food um and i saw chloe uh you know sort of beside me wait did you see chloe or did you see her titty actually i saw chloe before we even got to the party That's so true. yeah because she, she is not somebody you miss i mean homegirl is just banging mm-hmm. um and so i was looking at her like I don't think I sent this person a message. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Like, I have never seen this girl in my life. Um, so anyway, I introduced myself and, you know, we started talking and she introduced me to her husband who's, who's also fucking, I mean, these motherfuckers is in shape. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, so this was a nice chocolate, well, well-kempt couple. Uh, and, you know, I uh, she showed me her they showed me their SLS page uh, and the picture they had up happened to be black and white so I couldn't tell that they were black in fact I didn't even think it was a possibility I thought they were an Asian couple at first all that ass in their profile picture so and first of all didn't think see now they were a black couple see first of all big asses are no longer <laughs> a uh, exclusive property of the black community anymore. <laughs> That might have been true during the 70s and 80s, but mm. yo, shit is different now. Mm. You know, you remember that Bliss Cruise. Them white girls had booty. That is true. Uh, all right. That's true. Asian girls, booty. It's everywhere now. 
now people are getting ass injections and shit mm. you know i'm sorry it's gonna be man it, squats not shots <laughs> so yeah squats not shots there's a lot, of, a lot of bad booty injection stories out there i think that there's a lot of cheap booty injection um just you know deals out there that folks shouldn't be taking at all um so anyway, uh, she wouldn't let me live down the fact that I did not recognize them <laughs> to be a black. And the and, and the and the reason why she kept like, sort of making fun of me about it is because all I needed to do was click on their gallery and I would have seen some of the most gorgeous and sexiest pictures of a black couple you could ever find. You know, they got they got oh man, I think I think this was them. They had a picture I feel like they might have had a picture where they were coming out of the shower or something or they were both wet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, God, this couple is so sexy. Like, I bet every time they come out the shower, shit just, just, shit just starts going in slow motion <laughs> and, like, the Isley Brothers just starts playing. You know what I mean? Like, like they can't have, like, regular jobs. Well, they do have regular jobs. Really? Actually, I don't know what they do. <laughs> like, how do you how, how do you be that? How how are you that sexy and you don't have to like you don't get harassed or anything? It's just you oh, know. they I know they do get harassed. Oh yeah, they do. They did tell they did tell us that. Shout out to Chloe and Mr. Jackson. Um. So anyway, we had also met a couple of other fans. Mm-hmm. Um. That were also very sexy. But it was you that gave it away. Well, apparently they knew that we were the bomber and the bell because my voice is just really distinct. And so is your laugh. So it's not all me. They heard your laugh and they were like, oh, no, that's the bell. And, mm. you know, I don't know what my accent is. I don't know where this <laughs> manner of speak comes from. Um, this manner of speak? Yes. Not, neither of my parents talk like this no. at all. Not even close. Mm-mm. So, yeah. So for folks who hear me in person, you know. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> um, okay, so it was nice to meet our fans. Um, it was yeah. nice to, you know, have that interaction. You know, um, it was just a little odd because I think, you know, when you're talking to somebody who's been listening to our show from day one, mm-hmm. like, it's hard for me to know how to start a conversation. Right, because they know everything. Right. I mean, well, they, they, they know everything about our... Um, lifestyle lifestyle life, life. Mm-hmm. not necessarily our vanilla life i mean we talk a little bit about vanilla things on here but mm-hmm. mostly lifestyle yeah well i guess that's the secret so when we're talking to couples that we meet yeah we just stick to vanilla stuff because that stuff is new mm-hmm. um okay note to self <laughs> so uh so yeah so let's uh let's talk about the after party so uh, the after party, I believe, took place between twelve thirty and three a.m. Yes, uh, and it was in this penthouse suite at the hotel, uh, which was huge. Oh, very uh, nice. They had a lot of play spaces. Uh, there was a tent. Yeah, there was a tent. There was also like this black light room, yeah, black light nice. space. Uh, that was really nice. They had champagne all over the place and condoms and candles. Um, so they had candles. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they. I think they had candles. Well, they weren't real candles. I don't think oh, they were okay. like flame like, candles. <laughs> so it was, it was a romantic ambiance. It was, it was very nice. And they also had a hot tub in there. People had to actually put some bubble bath in the hot tub. And well, it was, it was more like a jacuzzi. It was a hot. Tub. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. It was like a jacuzzi. You're right. Um, small in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It was nice. A few couples in there. That was nice to see. Um, 
it was just one of those things. I was like, damn, we're only going to be here for three hours. Like, really? I know that was the thing that like really got me. Like after we've been on all of these getaways and stuff, I was like, this went by so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, lifestyle will do that um, mm-hmm. because, you know, sex can often last a long time. And then so can all the stuff that happens before that. And you're just sort of squeezing it into one interaction. Um, and then you're adding more people on top of that, so time can go by really fast. Now, we had met up with um, with Chloe, Mr. Jackson, and another couple, and we were like looking around um, for a play space. They looked really sexy. They had on. Um, I mean, I'm remembering what Chloe had on, and I'm remembering what the other female partner had on. I'm not remembering what the guys had on for clear reasons. <laughs> um, because uh, clearly you, you ladies take the show and, and the they bell were still sexy. had on uh, an amazing outfit. That was a... Uh, that was a blue one. Nope. Burgundy Ryan. wrong. Burgundy. Yeah, it was like burgundy. Okay. All right. It was dark. What do you want? Anyway. You saw me in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I didn't take any pictures. Nope. So, um, we... Uh, you know, we it took us a while to find a play space because everybody was fucking after a while, um, and there were some nice looking couples, and uh, and we we saw some other friends. We actually saw another couple there who um, I think we described in another episode as the girl sort of being somewhat of a stalker for the bell, and mm-hmm. I, I think she wanted me dead. <laughs> um, so I'll I'll take all of that back because we saw them again, and they were they were really nice. I actually they were. It we, was actually a nice interaction. Yeah, yeah, and and she had on a, a dynamite um, uh, piece of lingerie, and, and we heard her partner speak. Yeah, I heard him heard speak him. for the yep. first time. Yep. Um. So yeah. So shout out to them. Uh. And yeah. So back to the to the two couples. Um. So we were looking around um, the uh, penthouse suite, um, which was really lively. You know, folks were drinking, there partying, was a lot of dancing. And fucking and sucking and doing all that shit. And then finally we came upon this room that was somewhat somewhat more open than we would have liked. Like it's literally like a path to a bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like, you know what, fuck it. You know, let's just take this mattress over right here. So, um, so yeah, we, um, we just started, you know, doing some parallel play. I started, you know, kissing the bell and sucking on her breast and... Um, and one of the other couples, um, you know, were, you know, I think, I think we were all just pleasing you, women. Yeah. Um, and then I think the uh, the other couple, not not the Jacksons. Um, I'll just call them. Um, I'll just call them the caramel couple. <laughs> okay. So the caramel couple, um, and I think he was eating her out, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then she started like giving him like a blowjob and she was going to town on him like it was one of those blowjobs like you can you can hear from like 50 feet away <laughs> and and she was just like really like going in on this dude um and um and yeah after a while he started hitting her from the back um you know she he, she had her her head down her ass was up Mm-hmm. And he was just smashing it, 
Um, and I think uh, Mr. Jackson and Chloe, Mr. Jackson was really pleasing Chloe mm-hmm. for a while. I mean, he was given that, he was given her clit like a, like a, a spit shine. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he was definitely polishing that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think he started hitting it from the back and um, at one point. Miss Jackson took out a took out a vibrator, which happens to be the same vibrator you use. Yeah. Uh, and she was um, she started playing with Mrs. Caramel, um, and I think after a while, I was you know, of course, I was smashing it from the back, from the side, from the front, um, and then I started smacking your ass, mm-hmm. practicing some of my ass smacking skills. And then Chloe started smacking your ass. Yes. And I think Chloe and Miss Caramel, after a while, they they started admiring your breasts because you have amazing breasts. Oh, thank you, Um, And then uh, one of the other couples that were fans of the show came by. And, um, you know, we were just all sitting down naked. You know, there were another group of couples that came by. I think they were like Asian and white or Latino. I can't. I didn't know they were light-skinned group of folks who came by i think they were parallel playing too but they were also very sexy to watch shout out to our neighbors at synergy Mm -hmm. um and uh you know after a while you know we realized oh they're also one 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 criticism we have of synergy one criticism we had at this new year's eve party they weren't ready for that ball drop it was like it was like, oh, um, yeah, 10, 9. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> right. And then there was nobody, like, there was nobody around passing champagne. Mm-hmm. There wasn't like a, yeah, I mean, there was a happy new, but it was a, it was very much an afterthought. Yeah. And so I would have liked to, yeah. there have been more thought about <laughs> the about actual About what year. to do, like about celebrating the, the, the. Why we were there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, most people were there to fuck, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so we decided that we were going to have our own champagne toast on our chocolate mattress. Yes. Uh, and, um, you know, we grabbed some glasses. We took two bottles of champagne out of the kitchen and we just started drinking champagne and just started talking. I think that was one of my favorite moments of the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just sitting there with all this all this chocolate and caramel sexiness on the mattress and, you know, us just drinking champagne. Um, there was one fun, funny moment while we were drinking. <laughs> one funny, funny moment that happened. So, like I said, like uh, the location we were in wasn't super ideal. Um, you know, we can hear the conversations going on in the kitchen, and some chick I don't know why well, that she wasn't did funny. This. That was gross. I don't know why. Like I don't know. She was talking about like having, having diarrhea. <laughs> You're at an orgy <laughs> where people are actively fucking other people in the ass. And you bring up diarrhea, like, nah, and loud too. Like she was, like yeah, like last weekend I had diarrhea and I was like I had to put a fucking tampon up my ass. I was like, ma'am, ma'am, <laughs> right. I'm gonna need you tonight. That tampon part is a, is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> um, so yeah, and one of the <laughs> one of our neighbors got really upset. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, she got up and yelled at him and closed the door. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, all right, you go, girl. Do your thing." Um, so that was nice. Um, 
and I think oh and one of our one of one of the fans of the show uh, had henna I, I promised I would say this I, I told her I would mention this so she had some henna tattoos on her arms and you know one of the things I liked about the couples we met is you know when you see one thing and you just ask hey like you got any more of those and you know like she just said oh yeah I got one on my pussy <laughs> and she just straight up opened her legs and showed that henna on the pussy. So shout out to Henna Girl. Yeah. Henna Pussy Girl. Do your thing. Pussy. It was really pretty. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was really nice, really elaborate. I think that wraps up our sticky pages. Oh, um pages. so um we'd be interested to hear what you folks have actually done um during uh New Year's Eve. Um, you know, if you've gone to any play parties. Uh, let us know what went down, um, whether it was good or bad. Give us your story. Give us your New Year's Eve story. Give us your hot New Year's Eve story. Yes, yeah, sexy stories. <sighs> sexy stories rule. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So what do we got coming up? Well, we were supposed to go to a meet and greet tonight, but I don't think that shit is happening. Yeah, we were supposed to go to a meet and greet. We were really excited about this one because, one, we invited a whole bunch of couples and they were going to be there. And, two, like, this would be... Uh, I'm just really disappointed. So, anyway, there's a, there's going to be some fucking snow coming. Like, it sucks because the fucking snow starts in the evening yeah and stops just in time for fucking like monday <laughs> just the time for monday. like the snow stops when it's time to get back to work like it's just the the it's it's a, it's one of those snowstorms that destroys your weekend like you don't want mm-hmm. this shit to be happening yeah. during the weekend you want that shit to happen on a monday morning that's yes. when you want this kind of snowstorm well actually a sunday night you want it to happen oh uh, yeah sunday that's night. true sunday night mm-hmm. um yeah so um so yeah that's that um and we're also wait, going wait. oh yeah keep going oh we're also going to the amore getaways february cabin getaway yeah um so they are having um another cabin getaway and we're gonna we're gonna head to this one um there aren't a lot of spaces left <laughs> last time i checked so i'm I, i'm i hesitant I, I hesitate to recommend um but th- she's booking for april now oh yeah yeah You're that's right for april now yeah yeah she is booking for april so um do uh do check that out um i feel like a more getaways has some other events coming up um you can check out their website at Amore Getaways. A M O U R Getaways. Yeah, Getaways with a S. Don't write Amore Getaway because that'll take you to some other weird site. Um, on February twenty third, they have a hotel social. Yes. Okay. So we talk about their hotel socials a lot. We are probably not going to be able to make that one, but. No. Um, but it's been a while since she's had a hotel social since they've had a hotel social party. Mm-hmm. So I suspect that this will this will bring in quite a crowd. Um, but yeah, if you're interested, just go to amoregetaways.com and check that out. Um, RSVP. 
Um, they also have um, a 420 meetup in um, Washington, D.C. coming up in April. Oh, we definitely going to that. Yeah. Um, well, well, okay. <laughs> you, you, you don't you don't want me to smoke right now, so. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. I was going to cut that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So those are those are some of the things we got uh, coming up. Um, but yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up the show. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Please uh, email us if you're listening to iTunes. Rate us. Yes. Uh, leave us a review. I'm caught up on the emails. Sorry, y'all. It took me a long time to respond to some of y'all. But I'm caught up on the emails. And I'm back managing the social media. So please email us. Hit us up on Instagram, Black and Kinky. Twitter, Black and Kinky. Um, Yeah. And like, subscribe, rate, review, all of that. Yep. And so this is the Bomber and the Bell signing off. Bye. Peace out. Black and Kinky. Black and Kinky. Black and Kinky lifestyle.